Welcome to the latest episode of Cool Culture Corner. We discuss ways how to better involve our teams for better productivity, better profits, and growth. I'm your host for Cool Culture Corner, Ken Bader. I'm also your organizational culture and world-class service standards expert here with our latest episode, The Confused Culture. Now, you may have heard me talk about Starbucks uh, many times in the past. Uh, it is an organization that many times I have put out there uh, as a positive example for brand culture and strategy alignment, you know, which is my foundation uh, to everything I do or almost everything I do, uh, subject of my book, bring it in my content, use it for my clients, all that other fun stuff. Uh, I want to say about three to five years ago, I stopped using Starbucks as an example, and it had nothing to do with the recent incident in Tempe, uh, had nothing to do with the incident uh, a couple years ago in Philadelphia, uh, but it originally had to do with it seemed like that alignment of brand culture strategy at Starbucks um, was starting to lose its connection. Uh, and frankly, you know, I always thought they had an average to slightly above average product. The coffee's good. It's, it's not great, as I often used to joke about in my seminars, uh, is we would agree that Starbucks is probably the number one brand of coffee out there, uh, but nobody, uh, with the exception of a, of a few people at any of the programs that I ever did, you know, ever agreed that it was the best tasting coffee they ever had in the world. Um, yeah, so, but it, it seemed like, you know, their, their, their brand lost a little bit of connection in that the foundation of what they were doing was less about the coffee and more about the concept of that third place of social activity, that they wanted the Starbucks location, the Starbucks coffee shop, if you will, to be that friendly place where you could sit and have a conversation you know, with a family member, with a colleague, um, and, and drink some decent coffee. Uh, the coffee wasn't the number one part of the brand. It was a part uh, one of many uh, pieces of a strong brand. But I stopped suggesting them as a great example of brand culture strategy alignment because I thought from a branding standpoint, they started to lose their way a little bit um, in that you know, they, they went into grocery stores with little kiosks. Um, you know, I do a lot of travel, some of it by car, and notice that at the rest stops, you know, they'd have a little Starbucks kiosk so you could grab coffee and, and take it on your way. And, you know, personally, uh, I don't know about you, but, you know, the third place of social activity for me, you know, isn't at the rest stop, you know, just outside of, of the, uh, the washroom or something or the gas pumps. Uh, that's not where I want to hang out. And I felt that they had a, a little bit of degradation of their brand. So I stopped using them as an example. And it seems that not only has their brand uh, kind of gone down a little bit, but also their culture. 
Now a word from our sponsor, Bader Training and Consulting. BTC is the creator of the B plus C plus S formula. Our clients that implement that formula increase their net income by 124% and grow their business by 17% on average. The best place to start working with Bader Training and Consulting is with our B plus C plus S audit. The service pinpoints issues as well as attributes of your business's unique brand, culture, and strategy. Learn more or sign up for a B plus C plus S audit at www.btcinc.net backslash BCS dash audit. The purpose of this isn't to just blindly bash Starbucks. Um, I still drink their coffee. I'll go there from time to time. Uh, I am certainly not uh, as avid a consumer as I once was. Uh, case in point, uh, when I'm at home, I drink Blue Angel coffee. Uh, if you see Branding the Experience this week, you'll, you'll see and hear from the owner of that company. I think it's a much better tasting coffee. Uh, when I'm on the road, especially out here in California, I try to go to Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. Uh, I think that they have a better tasting coffee. Um, and from a cause standpoint, many of you know I'm a staunch supporter of law enforcement. And I like the fact that Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf go out of their way to uh, give coffee, uh, free coffee to first responders. And I appreciate that and I support that. Um, but, you know, let's talk about these incidents from a culture standpoint, uh, not a political standpoint, but just from a confused culture standpoint, um, you know, what happened in Philadelphia and Tempe as an example of, you know, do the people that work there, that work in the front lines really get it? So it, to refresh your memory in Philadelphia, um, there was a worker, a manager, that told two individuals that they had to leave because they hadn't bought anything and apparently they wanted to use the the washroom. Um, personally, um, as a business owner, somebody that's worked with restaurants before, yeah, I don't necessarily have a problem with that as long as you treat people with respect in that you know, you're, you're there to run a business. You're there to provide a service or a product and get money in return. You know, that's capitalism. That's how we grow our business, you know, not to just let people arbitrarily just sit there and take seats and tables away from a paying customer. Uh, but you know, they got some backlash on that. Um, and they were very vocal on retraining people and talking about inclusion and, you know, letting people, in essence, just hang out that, you know, you just didn't necessarily need to buy anything. Um, I personally, as a business person, don't think that it's, it's necessarily wrong to require somebody to buy something in order to sit there, buy a bottle of water, buy a cheese stick, you know, <laughs> a candy bar, something, you know, patronize the darn business. Uh, yeah, certainly if you walked into a restaurant and just sat at a table and say, no, no, I'm good. You know, I just want to watch the baseball game. You know, they're going to have a problem with that. Um, and I don't have a problem that they would have a problem with that. But, you know, they wanted to create a culture of inclusion and if that's what they wanted to do for their business, if that was in their brand culture and strategy alignment, then okay, by all means, you know, it's your business. If that's what you want to do, great. 
but then we had this incident recently in Tempe where I believe it was a manager came to two paying patrons that happen to be police officers and asked them to leave because another patron felt uncomfortable. Well, yeah, the point is not, you know, in terms of politics and so forth, but regardless of what those individuals are wearing, if you're going to have a culture and a brand of inclusion, you know, why would you ask two paying patrons um, that you know, are obviously important people in society. They have jobs, they're contributing to the tax base, you know, they're, and they're doing a very uh, important profession in our society. You know, why would you ask them to leave if you have a culture of inclusion? That's what I call a confused culture, you know, to where you know, obviously, and granted it's a big business and makes it a little bit more difficult to send that message, but it seems like the message of inclusion that, hey, everybody is welcome here, you know, to, to enjoy, to patronize, to enjoy the third place of social activity. Um, so obviously they need to do some work there. And what we can learn from that is not you know, a political statement or a statement on race or anything like that, but simply, especially if we have multiple locations, that we don't have a confused culture, that we are very clear about how we treat our customers, members, or clients, uh, or even prospects uh, within our place of business so that whether they're in Tempe, Arizona or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, that those patrons, those people that we want in our locations are going to have the same experience and it's not going to create confusion for our customers and also not create a black eye for our brand um, in the media and uh, in the public. So as always, thank you for spending some time with me today. And here's hoping that you don't have a confused culture, but yet a cool culture corner at your unique business. Take care.